Hoopball Podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Gather around, Hoopball Chicago Bulls listeners. We've got a little story to tell. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for betting tips. I always get asked, who do you have, Lakers or Clippers, Rodgers or Mahomes? And I'll tell you what I tell them. Ask me about different teams. I don't follow any of those teams. But what I also tell them is that where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I tell people to bet with my bookie. My bookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. The one sportsbook guaranteed to give me the best lines for every single game possible. A lot of NBA action coming up. We've got Major League Baseball spring training just around the corner, although honestly, I would not bet on a Major League spring training game. You know me, and you know that I don't give my stamp of approval easily. To earn it, You've got to be the best at what you do, and MyBookie is the best sports book out there, period. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code HOOPBALL, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. Head over to MyBookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with MyBookie. The following is a HoopBall presentation. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast. We are recapping the Bulls' 133-126 win over the Minnesota Timberwolves on the 24th of February. We're also talking about the Bulls' 106-97 loss last night against the Phoenix Suns. We are brought to you by MyBookie and Manscaped. Go check out both of our awesome sponsors. Also want to remind you that we are going to be previewing the second-half schedule on the second half of this podcast today. So make sure that you are here for our second-half schedule analysis, which is probably going to end up being the longer chunk of this show today. The Bulls struggled against the Timberwolves on Wednesday night. They were tied after regulation. The Wolves had a six-point advantage on the Bulls in the fourth quarter, which sent the game to overtime. But the Wolves are terrible. They're an organization that's in disarray, and the Bulls were able to come out with a win in the end. Another 35-point game for Zach Levine. 35 points on 14-21 shooting in 41 minutes. He was 5 of 8 from beyond the arc. 
Really impressive game from Kobe White, considering he was 0 of 6 from 3. He was 9 of 7 from the floor, 20 points, he was a plus 10, 6 assists and 8 rebounds, so he was on triple-double watch. Wendell Carter Jr., a really solid, efficient game. 17 points, 10 boards on 6 of 8 shooting. He had 2 blocks and 2 steals to go along with 2 assists. Thad Young off the bench, Thadjik Johnson, 14 points, 7 of 14 shooting in 29 minutes, 4 steals and 6 assists. Tomas Sadoransky starting to play some better minutes off the bench. 16 points. He was a plus 10, 6 of 7 from the field. 5 rebounds and 4 assists. Denzel Valentine a plus 7. 10 points on 5 of 10 from the field in 20 minutes of work. Looking at some of the team stats in this game, this was the last game before Malik Beasley's suspension. And Malik Beasley, he's got a lot going on besides basketball. Let's just say that. Bulls shot 59% from the field. Wolves shot 45%. Bulls were 40% from beyond the arc. Wolves were 31% from three-point range. The only reason why this game was close is that the Bulls turned the ball over 21 times. When you turn the ball over 21 times, you're going to have a close game, and that's what happened to Chicago on Wednesday night. Here's the main positive that I'm going to take away from the Minnesota Timberwolves game. You can find a way to beat an opponent when you're not having your best night. And that's what happened. The Bulls did not have their best night. They let a lead slip away in the fourth quarter, but they found a way to get right. And Zach Levine, for what Zach Levine does, is able to close out games now. And if he's not scoring to close out games, he's finding others that will help close out games. That's what I love about Zach Levine. He is the consummate professional in the way that he is going about how he runs the offense at the end of games. Whether it be in the last two minutes, whether it be in overtime... Zach Levine is an all-star because he's becoming a more complete player. He's not just the volume scorer. He is a volume scorer, but he's somebody that can create for other players. He's running the offense well the way that it's meant to be run. And that's why Zach Levine is a big fit for the long term. Now, the Suns game on Friday night is a bit of a different story. The Bulls had a seven-point lead going into the fourth quarter and were doubled up by Phoenix in the fourth, 32-16. Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton went off in the game, and Chris Paul was a distributing machine. Paul had 15 assists in the game, along with three steals. He was a plus 28 in 35 minutes. Devin Booker, 22 points on 9 of 24 shooting. And DeAndre Ayton, 22 points, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks, 10 of 17 from the field. Frank Kaminsky, by the way, welcome back to the Chicagoland area, Bennett Academy grad. He had 15 points on 7-13 shooting. The Bulls' lead in this game was as big as 16. So for you to choke a lead like that in the second half, I mean, the Bulls had a 12-point lead at halftime. It got up to as many as 16 in the third quarter, and the Bulls just couldn't find a way to hold on. And it's unfortunate because the Suns' win would have been one of your best wins of the season. Phoenix is a top-four team in the Western Conference. They're playing some really good basketball, and they're using the success that they had in the NBA bubble last year, and it has translated into this year's team. Chris Paul has clearly been one of the biggest additions to any roster in the NBA this year. But it is what it is. This is still a young Bulls team, and they've played really good basketball. As they head into the All-Star break, 
The Bulls have won five of their last seven games, including winning streaks of two and three games, with their only losses being against one of the top four teams in the Western Conference in the Phoenix Suns and the top team in the Eastern Conference in the Philadelphia 76ers. Both losses coming by single digits. Again, the Bulls are losing a lot of close games. They're not getting blown out. In fact, in their last 15 games, the only loss that the Bulls have that's by double digits is their loss against the Clippers, where they lost by 19. But the Clippers are one of the best teams in the NBA. So you can't get too upset because of that. Anyways, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to look at the Bulls' second-half schedule and give you a prediction for what we see the Bulls doing in the last half of the NBA season. You are locked into the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast here on the Hoopball Network. Valentine's Day is upon us, fellas. Make sure you're ready for wherever the night may take you. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day. Two million men are already using Manscaped products to groom. Make sure you're one of them. Your girl can't think of what to get you this year? Tell her to get the gift that's for you and for her. The best way to get started is with the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Full of the best products to keep you looking, smelling, and feeling nice. The Perfect Package 3.0 is led by their revolutionary third-generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which has advanced skin-safe technology and features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. It's also waterproof which prevents a mess on the bathroom floor and in the sink, especially when it's time for Cupid to shoot his arrow. And let's be real, we've smelled the worst down there before. That's why I am thankful for their crop preserver and crop reviver. These products keep our boys from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And these products, hey, they smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood if you know what I mean. The Perfect Package 3.0 will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Easily the comfiest boxers I've ever had. And complete your grooming game with the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. With the same signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas, this cologne is a perfect complement to this collection. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. All right, Bulls fans, welcome on back to the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast here on the Hoop Ball Network. So we're taking a look at the Bulls' second half schedule. So the remaining games in the first half, they're at Toronto on Sunday, then they're home against Denver on Monday and at New Orleans on Wednesday. So then the All-Star break, a couple of days off after that, and then the schedule gets a little bit tougher. They're going to have three straight home games to start the second half against Philadelphia, Miami, 
and Toronto. I would not be surprised if they lost all three of those. If they go one and two, I think that's a victory. The Heat are nowhere near the team that they were last year, but Eric Spolstra is too good of a coach, and Jimmy Butler has too much of a chip on his shoulder, especially facing the Bulls, for them to have a letdown in that game. I think the Bulls win one of those two. I'm going to say that they beat the Sixers, then they lose to the Heat and lose to the Raptors. Then an off day, then two home games on back-to-back nights against Oklahoma City and San Antonio. I think they split those games. They beat OKC. They lose to San Antonio. Then they go on the road. They'll face Denver and then Detroit. I'm going to call wins in both of those games. Then they come home after going to Detroit. They'll face Utah a day off, and then home against Cleveland. That's going to be a tough stretch. Then they go to the West Coast, where they will go to San Antonio, then up to the Bay Area to face the Golden State Warriors, then back down to the desert to face the Phoenix Suns. They could lose all three games on that trip. Then, after, oh, sorry, the trip continues, they go to Utah on April 2nd. So the Bulls have a five-game homestand, and then a five-game, check that, four-game road trip. Home against Brooklyn, Then another four-game road trip where they'll go to Indiana, to Atlanta, to Minnesota, and to Memphis. The Bulls are going to have a real murderer's row of a schedule in March and early April. It gets a little bit easier in the second half of April because they'll come home, they'll face Orlando, then home against Memphis, then home against Cleveland. They could win all three of those games. Then on the road to Boston, to Cleveland, they could win both of those games. I don't think Boston is nearly the same team that they were at the beginning of the year. They have been somewhat exposed. Then home against Charlotte, that's not going to be an easy game. LaMelo Ball is playing really good basketball right now. He may be the rookie of the year in the NBA. I think that he is potentially the front runner for rookie of the year in the NBA. Then a road trip. At Miami twice and at the Knicks, that's not going to be easy. Then home against Milwaukee at Atlanta the next night. So the end of April, home against Milwaukee. Then the first game of May in Atlanta. Then home against Philadelphia to Charlotte, home against Boston, to Detroit, home against Brooklyn, home against Toronto, at Brooklyn, home against Milwaukee. The last part of the Bulls' schedule, they are facing Brooklyn twice. They are facing Milwaukee twice. They've got Philadelphia one more time. It is going to be a really difficult march to the finish for the Chicago Bulls. And for as well as the Bulls have played without Lowry Markkinen and Otto Porter Jr., they are going to need both of those players to play in the second half of the season. I know that's a really simplistic answer. They are going to need both players to play. The Bulls cannot compete if they are literally rotating in nine guys, especially if Daniel Gafford is not going to play. Daniel Gafford is in the ultimate doghouse right now. Billy Donovan doesn't want to play him anymore. But you need to play him a little bit. The Bulls need to play a big man besides Wendell Carter Jr. Maybe they play smaller the rest of the year. I just noticed that Luke Cornett actually played 12 minutes against the Phoenix Suns on Friday. We all know the famous Jim Boylan comparing Luke Cornett to Robert Ory bit that was broadcast on the Bulls home TV network last year when Layla Rahimi said that and Stacey King was like, what? But hey, if Luke Cornett can get a little bit of burn and play well, I think that that's an ultimate positive if the Bulls are going to compete down the stretch. They're not going to play Daniel Gafford and they're certainly not going to play Cristiano Felicio in crunch time situations. 
This is going to be a small ball Bulls team. That's what they are at this point. They have garnered their success to this point in the season with smaller lineups, with playing guys like Patrick Williams at the four, having three guard lineups where it's Kobe, Zach, and Garrett, Kobe, Denzel, and Zach, Sadoransky, Zach, and Temple. I could just keep going through different combinations of guys, but the Bulls are a better team right now as a small ball team. And really, Wendell Carter Jr. and Thad Young are playing that high post distributor on offense. Wendell and Thad are really the two big guys that are going to play as traditional back-to-the-basket bigs when given that opportunity. But that's not the type of offense that the Bulls are playing right now. And if Wendell Carter is going to take his game to the next level, he will still have to refine a little bit of his outside shooting. But he's getting better. He's becoming a more efficient player. He's looking more comfortable. And I think that Thad Young is a big reason why, because he sees the blueprint for Thad Young, and he sees how good of a ball distributor Thad Young can be from the high post. I mean, Thad Young against the Suns had five assists. 13 points, 10 rebounds, five assists. He could have had a triple-double. Who would have thought of Thad Young as being a guy that could have a triple-double? And Thad Young is clearly, and I know we talked about it on the last episode, he is clearly becoming one of the Bulls' most valuable pieces this season. And I love it because it gives the Bulls an incentive to keep him around. So our next game, and we'll try and get you a podcast on Monday morning, is going to be the Bulls and the Raptors from Tampa Bay. Why? Because this is the COVID world of which we're living in, and that just happens to be what it will be. But anyways, thank you for listening to the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast here on the Hoopball Network. Bulls are 15 and 17. They've got two games left before the All-Star break. Check that three games left. They will be in Tampa Bay facing the Toronto Raptors because, of course, they are then home against the Nuggets and then down in New Orleans to face the Pelicans. Have a great weekend, everybody. And as always, make sure that you lock in, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. And go Bulls! This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. All right, friends, it's Hoop Ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.